I don't know if I'll ever actually use this or publish this, but I am a bit losing my mind right now. And I was writing in my journal that I haven't touched in like five years until this past week. And that's Indiana crying in the background. She's feeling my pain. Um, and I was thinking, this sucks. I got broken up with. And not like the last time where, well, I guess the last time that Mark broke up with me and moved out. God, that makes me sound so pathetic. Um, he did He did say at some point in those several weeks that he was gone, like, we're just taking a break. We're not completely broken up. I don't know. Something about it was different. I honestly can't remember. It was such an emotional period of time. But this time, he has made it very clear that we are broken up not in a relationship. And this actually happened on New Year's Eve. Um, And then I was, so last week I was sick and I was also um, devastated and just sleeping mostly to try and get over all of the pain This week I feel physically better, but um, emotionally it is a roller coaster for sure. And anyways, I was writing in my journal and I thought, why don't I just record what I would write just verbally, whether it be just for myself or whether I publish this, I don't know, because... I've been trying to write in this journal every day, which again, I haven't done in like five, 10 years, but I'm doing everything I can to not annoy Mark with text messages, begging him not to break up with me. And yes, I've done that several times. Saying it out loud makes it seem way more pathetic and I think will be a good reminder for me to not do that again. Um... But I've been kind of documenting like in this whatever notebook journal, like each day where I'm at, whether I'm feeling horrible or hopeful or if we talked or if we didn't talk because we have talked, A, because of Indiana, she had a vet appointment. um, And so we had to discuss that. And then B, because I am relentless and I am hurting and Mark was not only my boyfriend and partner and the person that I lived with and shared pets with, but he was my best friend and I have a handful of very good friends, but most of them don't live here. And as we've talked about, you know, my mom is who I always used to go to and she's not no longer around alive and so the person that I want to turn to 
to help me not feel so alone and feel so sad is Mark, (laughs) which is a real fucking catch 22 because I know Mark and I know that, um, he just wants me to leave him alone. (laughs) That sucks. It really sucks when the person that you love the most and want to see and be with and talk to the most just wants you to leave them alone. It's a really shitty feeling. And for anybody who's gone through a breakup, I'd imagine you know, I really haven't gone through bad breakups. I mean, look, I'm divorced. (laughs) But that marriage was over long before we got divorced. And I think we fell out of love with each other even earlier than that. So that was tough and it was like a big change in my life. But my heart didn't hurt as much. I don't think that I've experienced being in love with someone like this. So... So it makes it that much harder to not have him here and to feel like he doesn't want me. Feeling unwanted is a really, God, it's got to be one of my least favorite feelings, aside from sad. And so now I'm feeling both of those things quite a bit, just like nonstop, basically. I... I don't know. Yeah, I've never really gone through a breakup like this. I didn't have boyfriends in high school. And outside of my husband or ex-husband, I had two boyfriends before that, really. And they both lived in Greece. So um, I am an inexperienced uh, dumpy, I guess. I guess I'm the dumpy because he dumped me. And I know exactly why, which is... Funny, it makes it worse. Or maybe it doesn't. I don't know um, if anybody out there has been broken up with and not really had an answer. Maybe that is worse. I know, at least from what he's told me, and I think he's been honest, exactly why he broke up with me. And it was well within my control to change this kind of shitty behavior that I have. Um, Well, a few shitty behaviors. Okay, I have a good amount of shitty behaviors, but there was only a few of them that really upset him or disturbed our relationship. And, and rightfully so they're shitty behaviors. I, I don't disagree with him, which is the worst part. (laughs) And without getting into like all of the details of the shitty behaviors, I think a lot of it can be summed up as Um, like codependence and um, not being very good at regulating or controlling my emotions, especially in a fight, Um, and being a really bad texter, for sure, when I'm upset. I'm like, I'd say rage text, but it's not. It's more just passive aggressive kind of dickhead texts that I'll send. And I'm again, fully aware of all of this behavior. And in the moment, sometimes 
I think to myself, just fucking stop. Stop texting. Stop being an asshole. Snap out of your bad mood. You know, New Year's Eve, I was in a, I was in a funk. I was in a mood. I had been reminiscing stupidly through old photo albums of my mom and then I so I was sad then I got dressed I put on a pair of jeans they didn't fit so then I was like hating on myself and I was just in a mood and instead of being a normal human and saying to Mark and Jenna and Michael guys I'm feeling in a really bad mood and I cannot snap out of it I'm going to stay home for now and not go bar hopping. Instead of doing that, I just, I was like, nah, I don't feel like coming. I'm home by myself. I acted like everything was fine and that I would see them when they got back to Jenna's house. And, but then by the time they got back to Jenna's house, I was annoyed that they'd been gone for so long. Even though I was fully invited, I could have said, guys, pick me up. I want to come. But I didn't really want to go because I was in a bad mood. So what I actually wanted is I wanted to not be in a bad mood, not be in a funk, not be feeling shitty about myself and and be in a good mood and go. But I couldn't pull myself out of that bad mood. And instead of just saying that, I acted like a child and shitty and shitty text messages back and forth with Mark all day. And I had done that the weekend before also. Slightly different situation, but essentially the same thing. And and I like knew it. I could like feel it in the moment on New Year's Eve. Like, what are you doing? Stop being a bitch. Stop being an asshole. Like, just pull yourself out of this mood and go have fun. But I couldn't. And by the time Mark came back here he, to drop off some dog food. It was too late. I had fucked it all up. It was like that was just the last straw for him. And so for the past 10 days, I've just been thinking back over our relationship and And for me, it's really easy to remember it as mostly positive and all the fun and all the nights we spend laughing and cooking and just we we have a great time together. But for him, I think he's seeing more of, when he looks back, he sees, I know he sees positive, but I think he sees that the negative stands out more to him. And again, the worst part is I can't even argue with him because he's right. A lot of my my behavior and reactions to things was so over the past two plus years. It was so shitty. (laughs) And taking the time to really go back and look at these moments and how I reacted to him and like not just imagine how he was feeling, but really put myself in his shoes and imagine talking to me 
which sounds confusing, but, and I did that with a bunch of different situations and I was so embarrassed in front of myself. (laughs) I acted so poorly and, and why, why did I do that? Why did I get so annoyed if he was home later than he said or something stupid like that? Like, I love this man. He is my best friend and someone that there is no doubt in my mind I would like to wake up next to every day for the rest of my life. (sighs) And I could have just if I could have paid more attention to to my behavior, just gotten my head out of my ass and stopped making a big deal out of the little things. Oh, it's really, it's really shit to have to look back and realize, yeah, I fucked up. I could have done better. That's not who I am. I, I, why did I act like that? You know? Like, why couldn't I just see how much some things that I was doing was bothering him and change it? I do believe people are capable of change. I've changed a million times over my 40 years. So why didn't I? Why did I change these things? Why did I change the shitty ways that I acted sometimes? I wish he would have told me also. I wish, and I know that's not how it really works. And I guess maybe he did tell me and I just didn't listen or I didn't think that, that like my, I don't know what to call it, my shitty behavior, my, my problems, whatever, the issues that he had with me, I guess I just didn't think they were as big of an issue as they were. But now looking back, I totally see that they were. And I have no one to blame but myself. I mean, look, I'm not saying Mark, Mark's not perfect. I'm not, not by any means saying that. But I do think he was perfect for me, which is so fucking cheesy. I can't believe I just said it, but I do. And he, he was not perfect. Um, he's a pain in the ass. He's a difficult person, just like I am. But I think my, uh, I think my tolerance for dealing with people's bullshit and shitty qualities and all of that, I think that, um, I think that's higher. I think I have a higher tolerance for that than he does. Um, I have a much lower tolerance for dealing with heartbreak like this though I talked to him tonight which was a bad idea I shouldn't have and he sounds he sounds tired he just sounds done with me and I'm hoping it's just for now and not forever um but I haven't really heard him sound like that. And he 
said he still loves me. He said he cares about me a lot, which don't love that term. I don't know why, but, but it, that feels like a, I'm trying not to hurt your feelings term. I hope he's not lying about still loving me. Um, he, he came by last night to chat and it went well, I thought he was clear that he wanted to still remain broken up for now. Um, but we kissed and we laughed a little bit about the dogs, hugged and kissed goodbye. It, it felt promising to me, like, we'll fix this. Of course we'll fix this. Like, no question. But then tonight, um, when I talked to him, he had a totally different view, I think, of last night. I think he was more saying goodbye last night with, like, kissing and hugging. And I was looking at it like it was, we're going to be okay. And he was looking at it like, this is goodbye. I don't know that for sure, but... This is hard. That sounds like an obvious thing to say for people who have been through breakups. Again, I've been through a breakup. I've been through divorce. I just, I never loved anyone as much as I have Mark. So this just feels fucking awful. And then on top of just, being heartbroken and being totally alone because let me also throw in that I like got upset with my sister. I'm not going to get into all that because that involves her. She wants to, I'm sure, keep things private. Unlike myself, who is just way oversharing right here, but got into it with her this weekend and now we haven't spoken. So we'll see if there's a podcast next week. Um, Maybe it'll just be me by myself since I've pushed everybody else away, apparently. I don't actually think that's true. That's a kind of a martyr thing to say or victim-y thing to say. I don't think that. I mean, I, I guess I have, but not intentionally. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. God. It's like one minute I think, okay, I'll be fine. I can do this. I've done this. I've done harder things. I, my mom died and I got divorced and changed careers all within six months. That was year, that was 2017. And that was hard. And I did it. And I did it pretty well, if I do say so myself. And by did it, I mean like survived, <laughs> like got, got through that period of time. And I was pretty alone also. Um, but this, 
hurts, hurts in a different way. And and that feeling of 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 like regret of like fuck why didn't I this can't be it there's got to be we have to have more time we have to have another chance to fix this it's a very helpless feeling like. I can't make Mark change his mind or, or give me another chance to try and change some of my less than desirable behaviors. And I'm sure people are thinking, well, I'm not sure what people are thinking if this is ever even gets published, but if anybody, if it does, and if anybody is thinking like, well, it's never just one person's fault. That's true. I agree with that. I don't think outside of like a cheating situation. And even then, I guess they say, you know, both people play a part. Um, But where the fuck was I going? Um, Oh, that it takes two people. And it it does. I mean, like I said, Mark is not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and and list the qualities about him that I don't, you know, love wholeheartedly or wish were maybe slightly different. And there are some, a handful. Um, but like I said, I I have a higher tolerance and and I have been the one who has kind of had some shitty attitude, behavior, everything for the past few weeks. Anyways, I I thought I had a little bit more to say, but maybe not. I don't even know how long I've been talking. And this kind of helped, though, so maybe I'll do it again tomorrow or a day later. I'll try and sniffle into the microphone less. I don't know if that's possible. Just kind of like the timeline of a breakup, I guess. But I don't I don't even want to say that because I'm really hoping that this isn't over for us. I'm struggling to accept that or believe that. I'm hoping with some time and space and that and if he still does love me that um, that we will figure this out and I know that the best thing for me to do in the meantime, I guess, is just work on myself and focus on myself and working on fixing some of my shitty shit. And podcasting, I guess. (laughs) As I'm doing this, I'm sitting here, his big computer 
monitors here. I mean, he lived here. He's lived here for months and months and months. So he has like everything here. There's everywhere you look, it's Mark's stuff. He just took like a suitcase of clothes. Um, and the bitchy, shitty part of me wants to be like, well, if we're completely broken up and not in a relationship, then when are you going to come get your stuff? And I'm pretty sure I've, I've said that like once and then immediately wanted to take it back because I don't want him to get his st- stuff. <sighs> There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I know that if he takes all of this stuff, then he's not coming back. At least while it's still here, there's like a small, little, minuscule bit of hope in me that um, that he will, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. It sounds pathetic when I say like that he will change his mind and decide he wants to be with me. Like how pathetic. This man told me he doesn't want to date me right now. He did say right now, I think. This is a sloppy mess of a podcast episode, if it ever is going to be one. I'm not going to edit this. I can't listen back to this blubber. Um, Yeah, about his stuff. I don't want him to take his stuff because that makes me think that there's still a little bit of hope. Uh, Which... Yeah, sounds pathetic. And that's not who I am. I mean, <laughs> I have been in, in the wake of this breakup. I have begged him not to break up with me, to give me another chance, to give us one more chance. And that is embarrassing to say out loud. I am not the most secure person all the time, but I have always liked who I am. I guess I should say always. I have for most, for the most part, I have always liked who I am as a person, my character, my morals, just who I am. I like who I am. And I am a strong, resilient, determined human. And that is what I have always prided myself on. So to be begging someone to not break up with me, who has clearly told me they don't want to be with me. It feels really pathetic. Because I want I want Mark, but I want whoever I'm with to want to be with me, obviously. Most obvious statement. So if he doesn't, me begging him to is not going to change that. And it is just, I need to stop saying it out loud because it's making me embarrassed. (laughs) Because that's just not who I am. Although I think I really let my codependence... um, I let my codependence flag fly way too much in this relationship. That was a terrible way to put that. I don't know how to say it. 
I'm, I'm codependent, but if I um, am, you know, doing things to remain aware of that and kind of like keep it in check and remind myself that I was single for four years before Mark and I was really good at being single. I, I loved it. I did it well. Um, I stopped reminding myself of that with Mark and I think I let too much of my, of me, my happiness, my mood, my everything, my purpose become about him. Um, when Cavalry, my, the company I worked for, uh, went under last year, that was my dream job. That was my dream. I had, I like had gotten my dream job or, you know, dream essential job that I could work up from years ago when I started working there. And so when that went away, it was, ah, oh, it wasn't painful like this. I'll tell you that. Um, it was crushing. It was, I changed careers into this career of producing and it, and it was at a time when I had experienced a lot of loss. I had lost my mom. I had lost my husband and I had changed careers in, I just kind of fell into this career from teaching. I didn't want to teach anymore after all of that loss with my mom and my ex. I didn't know what I was going to do. And and I f fell into this. Um, it's a far too long story that I've probably shared elsewhere. But um, and this, so this this job producing podcasting, movies, TV, cavalry, all of it. It became my identity. It became my whole life because I didn't have any friends or family in Atlanta uh, after I got divorced. This this was it. I had this job, this career that I loved. I loved the company. I loved the people I work with. And so when that all went away last year, it was like I lost myself. And Mark was so kind <laughs> to see that I was struggling, that I didn't feel like I had any purpose or worth. <laughs> And that's kind of when he let me and Izzy was alive at the time and Henry move in with him so that I wouldn't have to deal with this alone, not having a career. And so my like identity and, and self-worth and security was just crushed from losing this job. And I think it just became... It, like that transferred onto Mark and our relationship, like my self-worth, my security, my identity kind of became like, okay, well, I don't really have a job right now. So trying to find a job, sure, that was part of it and doing the podcast, yes, but it was like figuring out what we're going to have for dinner, taking care of the dogs, cleaning his place, doing the laundry, like being showered and ready to hang out when he got home. That sounds, again, I'm I'm hating myself as I'm speaking out loud about myself. Um, this is a lot of really harsh self-reflection. I, I 
that that kind of became how I felt worthy because I didn't have work. I had lost this this dream job, not my, through any fault of my own, but it happened. And I, I think that I never really shifted that once I started finding other work. Um, and we moved, we moved here to my house. I, uh, I'm not sure that I ever fully kind of shifted that, that identity worth, self-worth, um, confidence. I don't think I shifted that back on to my job, my current jobs. And I realized that confidence and self-worth probably shouldn't be attached to anybody or anything and should be based on like what kind of person I view myself as. And generally a good person (laughs) is the answer to that. But I think mine has always been attached to people and things. Wow, this is becoming a deep therapy session for me. If I publish this, I'm sure everyone has like clicked off by now. Um, but the whole point of all of that was that I don't know what the whole point of all of that was. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I think it was that I'm I'm codependent and that got kind of like out of control. And that was the backstory of, of just too much of who I was or am became wrapped up in Mark and our relationship. And I lost a bit of myself um, and my, my kind of independent self, which is what I know Mark liked when we first started dating because I had been single for so long. I was very good at being by myself and I've gotten very fucking bad at it now. And I wish I had done this, like had this conversation with myself, (laughs) you know, every couple months. Maybe that's why, maybe that's why, of course, that's why people are in couples therapy or just regular therapy to keep it, you know, to keep their emotions and their, their behaviors in check. And I mean, I know that's not the only reason, but... Uh, I need to be in a, a lot more therapy. I don't know. I guess that's it for this one. This was a long one. But I'm going to maybe try and do this every day at the very least to give me something to do in this very lonely house without him. And I don't know. Maybe there's someone else out there going through a breakup and this will be helpful to them to hear me crying and analyzing every little detail of myself and my why I got dumped and I don't know. I don't know who else to talk to. Which sounds terrible. I have some really great, great friends that I know I could call, but it's that feeling of 
of, I don't want to call because this happened once before and we got back together. And I'm really, really hoping that we will get back together after this. So I don't want to be that like person, like the boy who cried wolf, you know, it's, it's not a good look. So I'm just going to share it with the whole uh, podcast audience. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't make any sense, but that's about where I'm at right now. I haven't even had anything to drink tonight. Just, just tears, just my own tears. Well, if anybody else is out there going through a breakup, I am so sorry that you're going through it because I have never experienced anything quite so shitty as feeling alone and regretful and mad at yourself for for things that caused you to be alone and missing someone and feeling like they maybe aren't missing you in the same way and feeling unwanted um, and uncertain about the future and it is terrible so if anybody else is feeling this way I'm sorry and I am sending you lots of snot covered hugs because I'm just a mess crying everywhere And if anybody made it this far into listening to this, then this is um, episode one of the timeline of a breakup and hopefully a makeup. I'm going to try and stay positive. I mean, I know it doesn't sound that way, but I am really going to try and just focus on how to be a better me. And hope that Mark decides that I am worth the effort and that there is more good in this relationship than bad. And if he listened to podcasts, I would have made this more of a letter or episode towards him, but he does not, so... You're welcome to all of our listeners who were hoping to hear me crying and sobbing into a microphone and just being super self-absorbed to talk about my breakup and self for, I don't even know how long, an hour maybe? Again, apologies. I'm not going to edit this if I do actually publish it, and I don't know if I will. So all of those sniffles into the microphone, I'm really sorry about that. And I guess stay tuned. Tomorrow I could be in a totally different emotional place. Who knows? Uh, And if you have listened all the way through, thanks for listening. It weirdly feels um, the last time this happened 
I don't remember if I posted about it. I have no, I don't know, but I know that I had uh, at least some people on Patreon, I think on Instagram reach out and share their advice about going through a breakup and, um, be supportive. And I know that I don't really know anybody who, any of our listeners, but it still felt nice. Um, it still feels nice that even when I feel very alone, I, um, I can talk to you guys. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, wish me luck on getting through the night and maybe I'll hopefully be further along this breakup timeline. I keep wanting to call it the anatomy of a breakup, but I don't know. Anyways, uh, I hope everyone out there is having a better night, night than I am. And I'll talk to you guys soon.